Could we build Newtonian mechanics on purpose? Hi, my name is Eric Normand. This is my podcast. Today I'm going to be talking a little bit more about software design and domain modeling. But first, I want to talk about my book. I just got these on Saturday. Uh, the printed copy. It's done. It's ready. It's out there in the world. So you can buy a copy too. I know a lot of people have been waiting. It's been in early access. Uh, a lot of people have bought the book. Uh, I'm hearing lots of really good things. But if you were waiting, now is the time. Go buy it. You can buy it at manning.com. You can get this and the PDF version together for the same price. So, uh, yes, go buy it. It's all about functional programming. It starts uh, where I think books should have started. Most books, most functional programming books should have started with eight chapters all about working with pure functions, what I call calculations in the book, side effects, things like that, refactoring, uh, understanding, being able to identify what is a pure function and what is not, those kinds of things. Um, I really could not find a book that I could recommend to someone uh, when they asked me, what is functional programming? Why should I care? Uh, all the books were too academic. They They were too focused on like the cool things you can do when you're years into your functional programming. All that stuff is fun. It's cool. But it's not for the beginner. Um, that's the first part of the book. It's all about uh, actions, calculations, and data. That is functions with side effects, functions without side effects, and then data. Uh, the second part is all about first class functions, higher order functions, and dealing with time because time is the, one of the hardest things we deal with in programming. Um, things change over time, and you need things to happen in the right order. You need things to happen the right number of times, and that's really hard to do. And so functional programming has answers to, to some of those problems. So we talk about them. Okay, uh, that's enough talking about the book. Buy it now. It's called Grokking Simplicity. Grokking Simplicity. Grokking Simplicity. Grokking has two Ks. Go search for it. Uh, my name is Eric Normand. I'm the author, so you can search for me too. It's got a rabbit on the cover because it's a grokking book. Uh, that's a series from Manning. And uh, it's a lighthearted, fun romp through functional programming. All right, so back to the topic, topic of software design and could we have could we invent Newtonian mechanics on purpose? What do I mean by that? Um, basically, I mean physics was a thing for thousands of years. Uh, the main form of physics was Aristotelian physics, Aristotle he set up a bunch of ideas, a bunch of explanations for things that were happening in the world, and 
philosophers spent thousands of years trying to reconcile like problems with what he said with the things that they encountered in the world basically i mean basically it was buggy it was buggy as a buggy model of the world but instead of throwing it out and doing a rewrite they decided to do some patches some bug fixes and stuff for thousands of years and then um people started working on a new version of physics and they were using a different process instead of like sitting back and thinking about how something might work and how do you reconcile like why why does a rock float oh no like why do some rocks float like a very light porous rock can float because i thought rocks belong at the bottom of the ocean you know th this is the kinds of thoughts that people had um how you know a wood is so heavy um but then it can float on water you know what what's going on there there you know all these all these questions um they went to a, a scientific process what we consider science now so you have galileo starting to you know um make a model of gravity of how it works here uh near the surface of the earth and uh you have kepler figuring out a model for how the planets are moving uh you know this is a much more data oriented you know hypothesis and then testing and experimenting uh, it's much more, much closer to what we would consider to be science. But then Newton came along and he came up with Newtonian mechanics, his three laws. Now, he claims that he discovered it, he invented it in his mind, he imagined it, uh, when he was young and thought it was so obvious that he didn't think much of it and decided not to tell anyone about it. Uh, you know, that might be true, and if it is, um, it's kind of, uh, it, it, it's kind of not good. <laughs> That's not a good way of inventing new models, the very useful models of the world just hope that some kid discovers it and decides to share it instead of uh, holding withholding it. Um, and he was skeptical of it because he didn't, you know, he thought, well, this is a very nice, elegant system, of course, but do planets really act that way? And can it really work with, you know, the model doesn't have anything about size of objects. So does the gravity, does it still work when you're talking about a big planet, you know, that's got, it's got a volume to it. It's not a point mass. Uh, but, you know, he worked out the calculus to, you know, he invented enough calculus to, to work out that, yes, it does all work out. It, the model is robust. Um, and so that's the physics that we have today. Okay, all this is to say 
that, like I talked about in my last episode, we need a way of not just doing it by chance, but somehow with a set of skills or some process that we can follow, we can come up with some model. Might not be the best model. You know, you don't always get it right the first time. But we need to come up with models. We need to look at our domain, come up with a model, do that hard part, and somehow dissect this continuous, undifferentiated phenomena in the world and, and dissect it into a set of concepts and relationships among those concepts so that, such that we can then encode that into the computer. Um, and I hope that we can we can come up with a process like that. And uh, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, you know, for me to be working on this, but it's, it's in my brain, it's, it's happening. I am thinking about it, I'm reading about how this process could possibly happen. Uh, let me just say, I hope it is not, I hope that there is something out there that perhaps software engineers could learn from existing something existing maybe they need a someone to 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 go out and find it and, and translate it into terms that they can understand um but you know this idea of how do we how do we develop these models these you know i guess formal models of phenomena in the world how do we build that Starbucks? Uh, that is what I'm trying to come up with. Um, I've made a bunch of notes for part two of the process, which is once you have that model, how do you turn it into software? Um, and I, I think that that is pretty well understood. Um, that maybe not everyone knows all the terms and everything, but they're used to doing it. Uh, they're as programmers, they, they, they know how to do it. Um, it's just something that they do all the time. But this, this other problem of making discoveries in a domain, you know, discovering for yourself, I don't mean, you know, inventing something new, but, um, you know, you might talk to a domain expert and through talking with them, come up with a sketch of the, of their model. How do you do that? How do you draw it out of them? How do you, what are you looking for? How do you know if you found something? You know, those are the kinds of questions that I don't know if we have a good, if we have good answers to. Uh, so that's kind of the, the research that I'm doing now. And, um, yeah, I hope you join me on the journey. All you got to do is hit subscribe. If you're listening in a podcast player, um, this is my podcast. My name is Eric Normand.
If you are into functional programming or know someone who should be, you should get my book, Grokking Simplicity. It has a rabbit professor on the cover. And the subtitle is Taming Complex Software with Functional Thinking. So go buy that and uh, read it and then, then come back. And there will be more episodes, I hope, waiting for you after you've read it. Um, also, I appreciate if you tell your friends about it, uh, about the podcast, or if you rate or review it. Uh, five stars is the correct number of stars for you to click on. Uh, and uh, please leave an honest uh, review. That would be great. Let other people find it. All right. This has been... My name is Eric Normand. This has been a thought on software design and domain modeling. And uh, as always, rock on. <laughs>